0: What did St. Thomas Aquinas mean when he said that money makes up for where charity lacks? Well, you'll find out in this episode of The Catholic Money Show.
1: I was sent an article recently Mm. about a buy-nothing group that a parish has been running now for a couple of years. Buy and nothing Yes, so we'll explain that in a second This article can be found over on The Pillar And it came out just earlier this week actually
0: and There's a link in,
1: in the, the show notes. notes or
0: video description
1: there, there is And let me just explain the concept of a buy nothing group
0: Everybody gets together, they're real stingy And then just sit and do nothing mm, Buy nothing
1: That sounds like the worst group You need groceries,
0: ever. <laughs> don't buy them <laughs>
1: That's not Tore it. Tore
0: hole in your pants, too bad, don't buy them. <laughs> you
1: just don't buy anything. You don't buy anything. You're just that person, deprivation mode. That's not what a buy nothing group is. Oh, A buy nothing group, it was launched, gosh, maybe 10 years ago now, kind of in the secular world of just wanting to connect people um, so that they could share their needs with one another mm-hmm. and share the extras that they had with one another in, in really just creating a local community, a local connection and we we really are kind of impoverished in relationships, mm. you know, in modern times, which is um, is one of the reasons people are so unhappy, truly. And so, anything that can foster community and get people knowing one another and really being intimately involved in each other's lives is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, in a buy nothing group, essentially, you know, you can join one of these and say um, instead of racing out to go buy a bike for your toddler, who's now going up to the Mm -hmm. next size. You go in the group and you say, does anybody happen to have a bike for for a four-year-old? Or somebody gets on there, you know, they've just been decluttering, and they don't want this rug anymore, it doesn't go with the decor, they're moving on, they just got different curtains, this one needs to go. But you know what, it's actually functional, Mm -hmm. it's good. You could take it to the Goodwill and some stranger Might be able to purchase this thing and benefit it and benefit, you know, a charitable organization. But what if it could be someone you know? Mm. What if you could actually bless a friend or a neighbor or somebody in your parish? That's kind of this idea behind a buy nothing group. So So
0: maybe instead of a, I mean, it's the name that's done, you can't change it. But uh, instead of a buy nothing group, it's more of a everything's free group.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so it's you're sharing what you no longer need, and then you are asking for the things that you do need Mm -hmm. before you're racing out to the store and buying. Um, And this is obviously a save on money, of course. Mm -hmm. It's a save on having to go take something to the Goodwill or do the old haggling with the Flakesters on Facebook Marketplace if you're gonna sell something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then it builds up. Real relationships. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. And it just cuts down on waste, cuts down on this throwaway culture Mm -hmm. that we're living in. Uh, Things are not just single use. And it helps, uh, even in a non, not certainly it's an implicit way, but it helps reinforce the Catholic teaching of the universal destination of goods, that all of creation and its products are for all of us. So that bike that our kids don't fit on anymore, well, maybe that doesn't belong to us anymore. It belongs to the family who needs that bike, mm-hmm. and so I just give it to them. This isn't—it's uh, not a, it a buy sell private property group. It is—it's a buy nothing. It's a free gift,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and it's a way to give to others, to bless others, and in turn, have that blessing come to you as well.
1: Yes. Sorry, I. I- sort of cut you off when I was trying to slip in there that that the universal destination of goods does not undermine private property. It actually hinges on private property Mm -hmm. and the fact that you can then therefore have something, possess something to actually make a gift of it. Yes, Fundamental Catholic social teaching there. But Mm -hmm. let's talk about some of the um, benefits. You know, this Mm -hmm. is not something I have seen as commonplace in parish life.
0: I would say, yeah, you see a, a buy nothing group in... Like a It's neighborhood-based
1: or city-based. Or, or, yeah, yeah, or Zip West code. Omaha,
0: Buy Nothing, or maybe it's a school-based one. Mm-hmm. It's usually, yeah, some area. And yeah, I haven't ever thought of doing it at a parish, but it's but such natural. a good idea.
1: Such a good idea. And so let's share a couple of these um, blessings, if yeah. you will, that they outlined in the article and how this might be something you could bring to your parish. This is not some difficult... I want to bring to our parish. This is not a difficult thing to replicate. Might be Mm -hmm. a little bit of logistical things, but not a big deal. So let's break down some of those blessings they listed. Yes,
0: and be sure to read the article, click the link in the show notes. I think you'll really enjoy it, and we're not going to be able to touch on everything here. Right. But in there, I mean, it talks about that it's a concrete way to create connection between parishioners mm. and it's in right because when you, when you go to mass at least I think most people you kind of have the mass you go to well we go to the nine o'clock oh we go to the 1130 we go to Saturday night who
1: knows those Saturday night people
0: exactly because we maybe go there once a year
1: mm-hmm.
0: so we're not seeing those people regularly we don't have that chance to build up a, a relationship with them you know and then you know whether or not they're involved in anything else at the parish that we also happen to be involved with. There's just a low likelihood that we're going to cross paths and our lives will interact. Mm-hmm. But this is a way where that could happen. It can it can foster that connection because right the the lady that goes to 5:30 maybe she needs the bike that we're giving away. Mm-hmm. So oh okay then we can meet up maybe we chat a little bit while we're while we're doing the handoff and we can get to know our other parishioners better
1: yep and it kind of cuts down on that idea of you know one of the biggest critiques that i had Mm. of the church you know kind of after my conversion and since and so many catholics say you know if they leave the church is i went to mass and then it felt like this race to the parking lot Mm. to get away from these people that i didn't know (laughs) and i didn't want to have any chit chat with you know this idea of like uh, we we go and we we worship and we receive the Eucharist. We're more more united like than any other mm, yeah. time in all of eternity in the Eucharist. Oh, and now we gotta race to the parking lot and not say hi to each other. Mm. And that is so, it's so like jarring and whiplashing mm-hmm, when you think mm-hmm. about that. Like we all just received communion together and now <clears throat> we don't want to talk to each other. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It doesn't make Get out of sense. My way. It
1: doesn't make sense at all mm-hmm. if you really understand the Eucharist.
0: And it can it can be a way to bring about conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, you know the people you're exchanging things with, but also, oh, I see that that lady. I always do happen to see at mass, but I've never talked to. Oh, she was giving away all these, you know, all the squash that her garden's overrun with, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Oh, we garden too. Maybe that could be something. I talked to her about yep. tightening and a way those to bonds. get into a conversation to actually start getting to know one another. And when you also when you share things, right? You, you whether it's a, a, a somewhat uh, unpleasant time in a really long line, or or you give a gift or you share a meal. When you have that shared experience with someone, however it may be, you're close together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you create so that tightening bond.
1: those tightening those family bonds mm-hmm. and. Potentially, as time goes on, the fruits of that could be a parish that isn't sprinting to the parking lot; yeah. they're sticking around. Father's got to kick everybody they're out. They're exchanging things; the other mess they know here. each other now. They've shared life, yeah. And one of the other blessings they mentioned in the article is just this: ad, an increased attentiveness to their own needs, as well as an attentiveness to sharing. Mm. Um, two sides of the same coin, I would say, but just instead of. Oh, I'm going to throw this thing out, or I'm just going to go ahead and, and donate it to somebody. Thinking about oh, okay, I could. There might be somebody in the parish that, you know, this cookie sheet could actually benefit. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't anymore doesn't mean somebody doesn't have a need for this. Um, or instead of again racing out and just the quote. Money makes up where charity lacks. Mm -hmm. When we have money, when we have resources, we really don't have to depend on anybody. Mm. That's not a good thing. That's (laughs) not a good thing. That's not a great use of money to just not depend on anybody. And Mm -hmm. I know that that's kind of the American way is I want to earn enough so that I don't have to depend on anybody for anything. Mm -hmm. I don't owe anybody anything. You know, Like this false, fake mentality of enough money will just prevent me from having to need anyone. And that is just not the gospel, and it's not our parish communities.
0: It's 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 antithetical to how we are created <laughs> as humans. Yes, we're created for relationship and for community, and uh, so any, if we're trying to get away from that, uh, that's uh, right. That's a problem. So I'm
1: not mad at anybody who has no! a, has enough money to go out and you know buy the cookie sheet or buy the bike. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I hope you do. But what if you didn't? Just go straight to the debit card Mm -hmm. and you instead made yourself humble and vulnerable and exposed your needs to the community around you, not because you were needy and destitute. Now, some people might be, but Mm -hmm. for most of us, that's not going to be the situation, but you're opening yourself up to charity, to kindness, to have others make a self-gift of themselves of what they have. That's better than going to Target and just getting something brand new, mm-hmm. and so there's increased benefit just by being attentive to your needs and trusting that God will provide through your parish family. Mm-hmm. But then an ability to also share what you have that you truly just don't need anymore with now, those I'm, around you.
0: I'm thinking of this too. You, you'd mentioned, oh, okay, if somebody like is in need, I thought, well, how how neat. Might that experience be that instead of, you know, going to the parish food pantry or maybe you have to go a parish or two over to the one that does, you post in the thing and you have real people, some you know, some that you're meeting provide for you, bring some of that food instead of this personless intermediary mm. of the food pantry, nothing against food pantries. No,
1: needed, but good work.
0: That direct person-to-person helping is an incredible thing. Mm-hmm. And it does get you, and everybody else, in this mindset of, well, what do I have that someone else might be needing right now? Mm-hmm. And we're more likely to help other people. I think it could lead to people being more likely to help out around the parish, whether it's material things, whether it's volunteering, because they're just getting into this mindset of needs are met, by other people mm-hmm. i meet other people's needs some other people they meet some of mine and this is a, a thing that we do together and those needs don't just have to be things we've been talking a lot about things bikes rugs whatever it is but it can also just be uh like services you know this could be where someone posts hey uh you know my husband he's got this bad heart now and we need someone to help us for clearing the walk yeah. where it snows mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody could, would love to come and do that for you.
1: Yeah, and it's not a burden. So mm-hmm. often I think we're afraid of being a burden. Mm. We're afraid of putting somebody out. I know that we've we've discussed that ourselves. Mm-hmm. Even with each other, sometimes we don't want to ask. Yeah, We're ashamed of our own poverty. And I don't mean that in the sense of money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We are sometimes ashamed and scared that if we open up about our neediness, that others will despise it Mm -hmm. or think it's just pathetic or a burden. And it's not. It's not. Our Lord, when he sees us in our poverty, it's like a magnet. We attract him Mm -hmm. to that situation. And then when we open that up for others too, he's very pleased. Mm -hmm. That's a gift.
0: I think this is one of the areas where when our Lord's speaking about uh, being childlike, I think this is an area like that, right? When the kid, one of our kids falls down, like they immediately come to us. They want help, even if it's like the smallest scratch.
1: It's not even a I scratch. would think like,
0: they're going to think you I'm crazy. You can't even see anything. <laughs> if I came to you with half the stuff they did, you'd be like, what? At least I would think, she's going to think I'm crazy. Like I could, I could take care of this myself. Mm. But by asking for the help, I'm inviting you you love Yep.
1: Yeah. so it might be you know maybe maybe you're raising young children and you don't have family in town mm. and you really need a date night there might be empty nesters in your parish who'd be so happy mm-hmm. to watch your kids or there might be another young family who wants to tag team together and say hey awesome once a month you guys go on a date we'll watch all of the the kids and then we'll flip flop. So each of us get a date night out and we don't have to pay for childcare because mm-hmm. that adds an, an extra hundy to every date say, night. That's cutting
0: your <laughs> date night budget right in half. It
1: really man. does. And so these are the needs you could take. You know, we're, we're about to have a surgery and we might need some meals. Could Would anybody be interested in helping? These are the needs that you can take that are beyond just I need a rug Mm-hmm. Um, or I have a cabinet to give. Um, it really can be these deeper things, these more tangible um, parts of our life, and then even further relationship building. And the, a term used in the article was a tsunami of generosity, mm. and I really, really loved that term. We got to put on a T-shirt or something. That's <laughs> a, that's a that's an image, right? If if we could build up in the church a tsunami of generosity. Mm. How beautiful! How beautiful! And our ch- the you know our parishes should be the, the the source and the hub of real charity lived out in our communities. Mm. And so, gosh, if this has piqued your interest at all, or been something that sounds fun, go to the article, read it. They, she she lists out a few practicals of what mm-hmm. you might need to do to get this going. Um, and how you your parish could get it off the ground without too much effort. So what a beautiful, beautiful blessing this could be to you, to your parish family, to the community at large. Um, so, so pop on over there, give it a read, mm-hmm. pray about it, see if the Lord is prompting your heart to start anything. But wow, what a cool thing this could be if it really does start to echo out Across the US. Mm -hmm. Because I believe the parish, this parish was in um, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. There we go. So.
0: Home in the moon pie?
1: Oh, I have no idea. Might be. I don't know where you got that little nugget. Neither do you.
0: That useless part (laughs) of my brain, the junk drawer of my mind. You
1: don't remember where the keys are, but you remember that. (laughs) 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 Until next time, everybody. Bye Bye for for now. now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com.
0: Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your
1: music. See you next week. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network.
0: For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.